All right, Gophers fans, let's talk about the bowl game because it's going to be here before you know it. You'll celebrate Christmas, and then it is time for a Gophers bowl game. We're diving into the Quick Lane Bowl, what to be aware of, what are some things to learn, and what is the X Factor? Hey, you are no locked happens, on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. What's up, Gopher fans? You are listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And it is Friday before some holiday events and then before that Gophers bowl game. So we got to dive into it. We're going to talk about that bowl game matchup, things to keep in mind with this Bowling Green opponent, and also the X factor for this game and why I try truly believe the Gophers will end on a season high with a win in this final game. And then I want to talk about the biggest questions coming out of this bowl game and what we should be looking for in the long term in the results of this bowl game. All that today on Lockdown Golden Gophers. So be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube. Follow the podcast wherever you get audio podcasts at Locked on Golden Gophers and definitely drop some comments down below if you have any feelings on how this game could go, what you're excited about or what you are most nervous for. I always like to check out the comments down below over on YouTube, but let's dive in. Now, Minnesota is taking Bowling Green on in the quick lane bowl at in Detroit at Ford Field. So we don't have to worry about those nasty baseball fields where football games absolutely do not belong. But we had to do it last year. This year, not so much. We're playing on an NFL field in a dome so you don't have to worry about the weather elements and Minnesota is favored by three and a half points in this game. Now that might feel a little low seeing as it's power five versus a Mac opponent, but Minnesota is missing some key players or missing their starting quarterback. And I think overall it is going to be probably a close and ugly game at that. Now I don't have to remind Gophers fans about Bowling Green and what happened in 2021 with the homecoming matchup where the Gophers embarrassingly lost 14, 10 in a season where Minnesota absolutely should have been a 10 win team. It still hurts to this day for you, for me, and for all the Gopher fans out there. But Bowling Green finished the season 7-5 and five this year and, again, is a team that should not be slept on. Now, Bowling Green forced three interceptions on Michigan's quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, who only had four interceptions on the season. So they've got a defense that can create turnovers, that can create pressure, and has a lot of upside. Now, on top of that, Bowling Green also played another P5 opponent this season, and they beat them in Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech was a school that beat Miami, that beat North Carolina, who the Gophers struggled with this season, and only lost by eight points to Georgia in the final regular season game. So Georgia Tech has had its ups and downs, but Bowling Green took them to the wire and beat them by 11 points. So Georgia... And not Georgia, Bowling Green, their number one strength 
on the season has been the defense and then the running game. Now, both of those elements have taken some hits over the offseason, so that might play in the Gophers' favor. But like I said, the defense is the first and foremost with this Bowling Green team. Their pass defense is a top 25 passing defense in the country, total defense 29th in the country, and then scoring defense 47th in the country, rush defense 41st in the country. So there is opportunities to not only score on this team, but also get it done on the ground. But where they have been most effective, most impressive on this season is turnovers. They were first in the entire country when it comes to turnovers. 27 total turnovers gained, 11 fumbles, 16 interceptions. They get turnovers and turnovers are what could keep this game in Bowling Green's favor, especially with a quarterback who hasn't started a game for the Gophers, especially having issues up and down, left and right with the offensive system this season. If the Gophers can't keep the ball in their own hands, that's where things could start to get nasty. Now, they also are good at creating pressure 18th in the entire country when it comes to sacks per game, about three sacks a game, 33 total sacks on the season. Now, Bowling Green, they've got some good news this offseason and some bad news this offseason. Now, they are re-getting uh, their tight end who had initially talked about maybe entering the portal or looking at other options in Fannin Jr. And they also have their starting safety back in Sims who has decided to come back after potentially looking at the portal. Now, all that being said, they've also taken some lumps in this offseason as well. Jalen Husky, who is their first team all-MAC cornerback, has hit the transfer portal, and I believe he committed to Maryland, so he will not be playing in this one. That should free up Daniel Jackson a little bit. I believe they have another cornerback in Deshaun Jones who might also not be playing in this game. And then you flip it to the other side where I said their strength was the running back room. Well, Tarion Stewart was their lead back. He got injured in the back stretch of this season. He most likely will not be playing in this game. I do not believe he has recovered from a broken bone in his leg. And then on top of that, they had Teron Keith, who stepped up in his absence, had about 350 rushing yards on the season, who hit the portal and will not play in this game. So you're talking about they're moving to their third string running back in Patterson, who I believe has like 100 yards on the season. They are definitely having some holes in that running game, which has been the main focus of their offense. So they still have Connor Bazelak, who played quarterback at Missouri and IU in the past. Now, he struggled against some Power 5 schools before, but he did look a little bit better over the back half of games for Bowling Green this season. So it puts a lot of the pressure for Bowling Green on the quarterback, but... That being said, the Gophers' defense on the passing side has struggled over this season. So we'll see what happens there. It seems like even through the ups and downs, even through the missing players and whatnot, this one should play a little bit into the Gophers' favor, especially with the type of ball that coach PJ Fleck likes to play that should help the Gophers in this matchup now Minnesota even through the struggles of the season even losing their starting quarterback even potentially without Tyler Noob and Brevin Spamford if they were to be in this game I do not imagine they would play very much I would think like a John Michael Schmitz last season he went out with the team he traveled with them but in the end he did not suit up Mo got his record and then he sat down I think you could see something similar as well here where they're not really going to play a whole lot of opportunities for the Gophers, but be there more in support with their teammates. But I'll tell you the number one reason why I think Minnesota will still have the advantage in this one and that they keep the bowl game win streak going. We're going to talk about that X factor coming up next. 
first, we got to talk about the best ticketing app, in my opinion, and it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason, and that is GameTime. So it is time to download the GameTime app and create an account of your own, and you can even use promo code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. But it's the fastest growing ticketing app for a reason. On top of that, I just went to go check it out. I was looking at wild tickets versus the Detroit Wet Red Wings. My best man for my wedding, big Red Wings fan. I like the wild. So I was like, maybe we should take a look at it. Now, let me tell you, there are a lot of Minnesota fans that are trying to go and see that game, but I can hit the all in button and see what the ticketing costs were with the fees or everything else included. Basically, I know what price I'm getting from Jump. I don't have to worry about extra fees or anything like that. I know the exact price for my tickets over at game time. On top of that, I can see a view of the seat that I am looking at, and those are just some of the amazing features that the game time app has. So, and game time is known for its deals on last minute tickets right up to the start of the event and even one hour after it starts so you should check out the game time app download it create a, an account and get twenty dollars off your first purchase with promo code lockdown college terms and conditions apply again create an account redeem lockdown college as your code for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed All right, Gophers fans, we are going to talk about the number one advantage, the X factor, the reason I believe the Gophers win streak continues when it comes to the bowl games, and that is none other than the run game because I believe Darius Taylor will be playing on Tuesday as he posts on his Instagram story with big hype for Tuesday, 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 and there's a reason why, because I believe Darius Taylor is going to be back. He's going to be suited and booted and ready to run all over this Bowling Green team. Now, this would be that uh, Darius Taylor's first game back since the Iowa win. And with him on the field, the Gophers have had a lot more success. He has been on the field for a vast majority of their wins. And indoors at Ford Field on a true football field, not the makeshift baseball games that we had had to suffer through a time and time again, Darius Taylor is going to run wild. Now, also, don't forget this. This is a sneaky factor, but if Darius Taylor is playing in this game, this is a home game for him. This is in his backyard. This is the him in Detroit, Michigan. Him as a Michigan kid is sure to have family, friends, high school teammates, former coaches all in the stands ready to cheer him on. And he is going to want to put on a show. He can put this whole team on his back. And I truly believe that. Now, hopefully he doesn't have to. Hopefully you can work in Jordan Newbin as well, who is proven to be all reliable. He's been trusty. He's been uh a reliable running back for this Gophers team who will also be a factor in this game. Now, with both of those two playing in this game against a defense that can be had on the ground, I truly believe Minnesota is going to close this season out with a win because Darius Taylor is a difference maker, plain and simple. We talked about his pace for the season. He was on pace to have about 2,000 all-purpose yards. He gets it done. He can do it on the ground. He can do it in the air. He also is a very patient running back, but he has that game burst, that game-breaking uh, element to him that will keep Minnesota driving. And I think that was a problem with this year is we couldn't sustain drives. And even though we were kind of predictable at times when it came to our pass calls and our run calls and what have you, it was a little bit different when Darius Taylor was on the field because teams just couldn't find a way to effectively stop him. Thinking like Mo. 
thinking like what we've seen from Darius Taylor. They find ways to fight forward and get four-yard plays on a play that should be dead behind the line. They have that extra something special, that it factor, and that is why I believe the Gophers will play the exact type of way they want to in this matchup. So with those two playing, I think Minnesota is going to end it with the uh, win. On top of that, you pair in the fact that Cole Kramer, he can hold his own as a passer. It won't be anything like crazy or, oh my gosh, he just went off for 300 yards or anything like that. But I think that he will play a respectable game and he won't force it. And that's the biggest thing. This is his first start, his moment to really go out with a bang with his hometown team that he has always dreamed for playing of or playing for. Now's the time where he gets to step up and start. And I think he will put together a solid game and you don't have to put the whole passing game on his shoulders, which is nice because the run game should be able to carry this team forward. But you talk about having the opportunities and maybe having some play action shots to be able to, uh, land those explosive plays because the run game has some success. And then you talk about Daniel Jackson, who is going up against a team that is missing their number one cornerback who officially went to the transfer portal. I think Minnesota is going to have some opportunities to have some very long drives and play the way Minnesota wants to. In this game, Minnesota should dominate the ground game, control the clock, and have a mismatch with Daniel Jackson. You look at all three of those elements, and it puts you in a favorable outcome to win this game. Even if the defense has some struggles missing its defensive coordinator, or depending on what injuries are still in play, or missing some key players, even if the the defense has its own struggles, Bowling Green's offense has been not so great. So if your offense can control the clock, dominate in the ground game and have that mismatch with Daniel Jackson. I think you're going to be a okay in this one and to have a low scoring ugly win, but a win is all that matters. Now, as long as Minnesota doesn't turn the ball over, this should be in their favor. If they turn the ball over to this team that is number one in the country in turnovers, that's where you start to run into issues and and some fears and some struggles. And that is what the Gophers cannot do because this game could be detrimental if they can't walk away with a win. I don't care that they're a five and seven team or anything. At this point in time, The two big things of this bowl game are making sure you win so that way you don't hurt any future recruiting or anything like that when people look and they're like, you lost to Bowling Green again? No, you can't have that. And on top of that, it should be a developmental game for some of your younger players to get live looks for 2024. Those are the two main factors of this bowl game. So you have to find a way to win it. And the number two is getting that developmental live looks for some of your younger players. Now, this that's the major thing in this game. This game is a major development for the team for next season. There are some major things that I will be looking for from Minnesota in this bowl game, which is what we're going to talk about to wrap up today's show coming up next. First, let's talk about our friends over at FanDuel because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 winning Moneyline bet. So if you are locked in and you are like, man, I'm with you, Kane. I think the Gophers are going to wrap this one up. They're going to wrap up with the win and we can move forward. Well, then you could put down a $5 Moneyline bet and you could win $150 in bonus bets if that happens. Now, that's $150 if your team wins and this is the perfect opportunity to give it a go. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on 
the action. It's so easy to use, super uh, simple, and also a safe and secure app for you as well. And there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So again, if you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, you can get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 winning Moneyline bet. Definitely check it out. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL and also of Locked On. All right, Govers fans, let's talk about the final things that I want to look into when we're walking away from this bowl game. What are the key factors for Minnesota moving forward? That's the biggest question for me here. And my biggest questions heading into this game is what does the offensive line look like? Do we have Nathan Bow playing again or is he, I'm, I'm guessing he's going to be there with the team. He's going to want his last game, but also if the Gophers can get this one in hand, are there opportunities to get some younger players on the field to be able to get live looks at them? On top of that, will the younger wide receivers get reps in this game? That is a big question for me. Is Christian Hoskins, Kenrick Lanier, some of those guys going to see opportunities on the field? Now, Corey Kroom said he's going to play in this game, so I'm guessing he will see a lot of snaps, but where is the line of trying to win the game and preparing for the next season. Cause that's what this game was supposed to be about. You're a five and seven team. It's a lower tier bowl. And yes, you want to get a win. And yes, you want that extra travel opportunities and whatnot. But the biggest thing for having a bowl game was getting the extra practices and getting a jump start on the 2024 season. Now, in order to successfully get a jump start on the 2024 season, you would imagine you want to get live looks for some players that need to maybe step into bigger roles for the next season. Kendrick Lanier is a guy that I am very intrigued by, and he stood out in the spring practices. He stood out in the fall camp running with the twos. Could he get some opportunity to run with the ones? Who is going to step up into some of those departing spots? You've talked about Tyler Newbin is going off to the NFL draft. I don't think he'll play in this game. I don't know if he traveled with the team or not. I'm still trying to look into that one. But even if he did, like I said, I believe it's more John Michael Schmitz where he'll be with the team and be in support. But he will likely sit this one out. So then does uh, Coleman Bryson get to play into that role, which is more of his natural safety spot as opposed to playing in the role across from him that Darius Green was in but got injured? That could be something where maybe you see Coleman Bryson, who was last year's bowl MVP, thrive again in his natural safety spot. On top of that, is Darius Green fully healthy and ready to go for this game? Or will we see some younger players like a Kerry Brown who stepped in in the Wisconsin game? At the cornerback position, will we see some more rotations with the corners to get guys like Zaquan Bryan or Tariq Watson more live looks in a game that matters for the future? Those are the things that are really standing out for me as far as what this bowl game means. Defensively, will the Gophers insert younger players for live looks? Like I said, you got to get the win, but at the same time, what are you playing this game for? Now, finally, I want to know what this offense looks like. Now, it's it's going to be hard to tell with Cole Kramer at quarterback. He's probably not going to be back next season. Max Brosmer will be the starter most likely. But the nice thing about this whole situation is that Max Brosmer has gotten to get in some practices with this team. He's gotten to travel with this team and give them some scouting looks. And it helps him create that bond with his players moving forward with a Daniel Jackson, with uh, uh, Elijah Spencer, who is going to be back next year, Lamecki Brockington. But also, let's see how those players are used 
in this one. I saw Brevin Spanford traveled with the team, but how much will he play in this one? That's a big question for me. Personally, I probably wouldn't play too much in this game. I would be there to support my teammates and whatnot, but I would be focused on the next steps. But Brevin is more loyal than most folks out there when it comes to the University of Minnesota and this program. So I would not be surprised to see him out there trying to get looks and reps and, and get another win for his team. So we'll see what happens there. But overall, I will be very curious to see how the Gophers move forward with this offense, with the younger players to step into roles, and if they can walk away with a win in this game. Now, one factor with this defense of Bowling Green and a thing to keep an eye on for our offensive line is that Bowling Green likes to play some 3-3-5 concepts. And we have seen Minnesota struggle with the 3-3-5 defense this season, not only with Nebraska, who had all sorts of pressure on our offensive line, and it might have been one of their worst games of the season, but also Wisconsin gave us some problems, especially in the second half of that game where they were getting pressure and they're creating sacks. The 3-3-5 elements have given this Gophers offensive line some struggles and some hard times. Can they respond or will Bowling Green live up to its top 20 in the nation when it comes to sacks and pressures as a defense? If this Gophers line can't hold up, it could create problems for Cole Kramer. And if Cole Kramer has problems with the pressure, that could lead to turnovers, which this is the best defense when it comes to turnovers. So you can see how this could really snow pile really fast if things don't get held together. So the big thing for me in this game Outside of Darius Taylor in the run game taking over, but with that, with hand in hand with that is the offensive line. I think that is going to be the unit that matters the most in this game for the Gophers. Now, I think the running back is the X factor, but the unit that matters the most and will be the be the driving force for this team will be the offensive line. And if they can slow down that 3-3-5 defensive looks and keep the pressure slowed down, keep the quarterback calm and let this game run the clock, run the time, keep the ball and run it down their throats. That's going to be the X factors in this game. That's going to be the important things. And hopefully we are walking away with another bowl victory. Uh, I believe it would be the seventh bowl victory straight for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. And even though it's a lower tiered bowl game, if you're going to play in a bowl game, you want to win the bowl game. So hopefully they can keep that streak going. That's going to do it for us here at Lockdown Golden Gophers. I hope to have a predictions episode with you, but we will see on timing for that one. But I will see y'all next week. I'll have a show on Christmas, and I will have a show with the bowl game day as well. So definitely be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of that information and more. And in January, we're going to have a new thing starting up with Fan Fridays, where I'm going to have different fans on the show to talk a little bit of different gopher sports so be sure to hit subscribe be sure to follow along and hopefully you might be one of those fans joining on the show that's going to do it for us row the boat sky you go gophers and as always don't forget to subscribe